All right, um, the injuries from the game. Um, Greenlaw had groin. He was out, didn't return. Uh, Trey Sermon, ankle, same thing. Fred Warner, hamstring, same thing. Debo, groin, same thing. Um, Marcel was evaluated for head. He was cleared. Same with Bosa. Street had a wrist, didn't return. Um, and that's it. Go ahead. Any of those seems initially as long-term? Um, we're not sure. I mean, we're hoping. We'll see on the MRIs with... Um, you know, with Debo and um, Fred, um, but we're not sure yet. Uh, Trey Sermon have uh, x-rays then? Yeah, they all do. His looked a little worse, um, but still, I don't know yet. We'll find out tomorrow. Uh, a lot of other mistakes there, but did it feel like this had the intensity almost like a playoff game? It, did, it was a lot of weight to this game? Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if it's the weight because of, you know, the – playoff implications and records or things like that. I think it's the weight because of where the two teams are both at in the year. Um, you know, we didn't play. We feel as good of balls we should have early in the year. And I think Minnesota, um, you know, I mean, speaking for them, I think they felt the same. And I think both of us have been playing real good ball these last couple of weeks. And we knew we had some ground to make up. And that's why um, we believed it would be like a playoff game because um, of how the two win. Two teams are playing inspired and um, got everything on the line. And that's why it's a good football game for people to watch. It's not always the most fun intense-wise for everybody, but um, I was real proud of our guys, how they handled it and um, all the different stuff that came throughout the game. Um, right when it seemed we were good, we weren't, and guys just kept coming. Not on that injury report was Elijah Mitchell, but how did he do today and how's his finger? Uh, it looked like it did all right. Um, you know, I threw him balls and warm-ups, and he didn't have an issue with it. He, you guys could see how he ran. Um, he was a stud today, um, just how physical he played, and, um, you know, it didn't seem like there was any concerns. Are you aware that you were one shy of three straight games or 40 rushes? I, I wasn't. Um, our goal was to get more yards rushing today, um, which I think we, we did, um, which makes you not get as many run calls, so we'll blame it on that. No, I we asked him before, um, and we we asked if he no well, he was good. He gave us a lot of confidence, especially here in these last couple of days. More yards than the other team, or was it more yards than you've been getting running the ball? No, I just I knew that we were going to have to, you know, going against that offense and stuff. It wasn't going to be just about controlling the clock and things like that. You know, we were going to have to get some yards to score some points. And um, that's why, you know, some of the runs that we had, you know, some of the big runs, um, usually it's tough to get that many called when you have it like that. But um, guys made some big plays. The D got those two turnovers um, in the second half, which were huge, and um, we were able to pull it out. Elijah's strength or quickness, how much is his vision? I mean, he seems like he cuts back and just sees space very well, especially for a rookie. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that's his number one attribute. I mean, he's, he's good in the other areas, especially you mentioned, but um, he seems to hit the right spot almost every time. Evo was obviously emotional on the sideline. He's in the midst of such a, a special season. Did you, did you talk to him at all? I mean, you, what do you say to him now that he's dealing with this injury? Um, I mean, I think, he was, I think he was just disappointed. I, you know, I think I, um, I, I, we have no idea what it's going to be like. I don't think it's as, as bad as you worry. Um, you know, we're hoping it's a low, a low strain, um, and you know he, he feels that it might be. You know, he, he felt it, which and that's what happened to Debo in the first play of the game versus Washington last year. I think that's what happened to him in the fourth quarter versus New England. Uh, you can tell when he feels something, he stops right away. Um, that's why I knew right away on the first step of that that something was there. And but by the time that he got to the sidelines, he feel like he saved a real bad injury, and um, we'll have to find out tomorrow. 
How do you feel Jimmy Garoppolo played in this game? Um, I thought he started off um, not great. Yeah, it took him a little bit to get into it. Um, you know, he missed a couple on that first drive, and obviously that pick um, was inexcusable. He knows that. Um, but the way he bounced back, I thought was great. You know, he made some huge throws. Um, the way we finished the second quarter, being able to score there. Um, you know, the drive to open up the third quarter. Um, that throw to Juice there at second and ten. That was a huge play in the game. Um, getting a Trent Sherfield on. I think on third down there to start that drive was unbelievable getting to that spot and then an unbelievable play by Trent too. Um, but Jimmy played good enough for us to win. In that spot because he wasn't the first, he wasn't the intended target? No, yeah, that's not where it started. Denver showed you talking to Jimmy after the interception. You've said you don't necessarily like to do that, you like to do on the headsets. Why did that happen and what were you communicating to him? Oh, I just, I just wanted him to hear directly from me. Um, on the headset, you know, I'm talking to coaches and they can pass along information and, um, you know, I just told him the obvious, what he missed, and um, told him to let it go, and we're going to come right back to you, and we need you to be aggressive with from the rest of the game. And, um, and he was, and handled it right. Uh, obviously, the form didn't look great. You know, we could all see that. But Which one? Say, uh, Jimmy's interception. You say inexcusable. You rarely you know, are, are that harsh with your quarterback uh, critiques. Why was that so egregious? That um, I mean... I just wanted to use a bigger word there than I usually use, <laughs> and I'm a little amped up, so um, that was stupid of me. It probably that's he just he knows it was, you know, he saw it, and you know, it wasn't a good play call. No one was there. You take the sack or you hit the check down, and um, he he knew that, and I knew it because I could see it wasn't a good play call as soon as I called it. So that, that's kind of what I meant. Like it's not like it had a chance. Um, so that that's you, we, we got to count on you when it doesn't have a chance. We don't need those heroics right away, and um, he understood it pretty well. I was just alerting the ref that we were about to double move that guy and that he was going to PI him. Um, just give him a heads up. Is this team starting to hit a stride with last month the season coming up now? What's that? Is this team starting to finally hit a stride after losing four in a row and now you have one left left and the guys are kind of Yeah, I mean, we're, I think we've definitely played our best football these last three games and um, just in all three phases. You know, I thought this one was a huge one because it was a little different than the last two. Um, you know, because it came down to the wire and um, things went good for both sides at certain times in the game and then um, the momentum flipped a number of times. You know, I thought we had the momentum big time at the beginning of the game. That's that's why I was a little disappointed with a couple missed plays on offense in the, in the pick because I felt like we lost it right there. And um, at the end of the second quarter, I thought we gained it right back. Um, then we were able to score on the opening drive of the third quarter and then the defense getting that turnover and getting us down there right away. Um, and the, all the guys that went out in the second half. I uh, just, it was really cool the adversity our guys kind of overcame. And, you know, right when you feel like you have the momentum, the kick return, which kind of flipped it back. And right when we went on that long drive, we thought we had it. Then when we missed the field goal and our D didn't hesitate, you know, they went out there and stepped it up. And I was just really proud of everyone on the team and everyone involved in this building. That sequence at the end of the, the first half, and then you get the ball back and score again, and then the yeah. turnover. But um, when you take over in the second quarter with whatever it was, 820 left, um, you know, there's always with the way you guys work the clock there around midfield, always, I'm sure, leaves some anxiety with the fan base. I can tell. It, did that work out exactly <laughs> like you would? drew it up and wanted it to be? Yes, that, I mean, it doesn't always go right, but that went exactly how we wanted it to go. You know, it's third and 11, and, um, you know, they're really good third down defense. We're in field goal range. They have three timeouts. Um, We had one. 
I believe. Yeah, we had one. Um, and we, we wanted to make sure we didn't give it back to Kirk and that offense with three timeouts. Um, so when it was third and 11, we'd take the clock down long enough to where um, if we do get the first, we still feel we have a chance to score. Um, but we're going to make sure if we don't get the first, they don't have a chance to score. Um, so that was the goal on that. But then Jimmy made a hell of a throw to Ayuk, um, which, just got it, which got us down there. And then I think we scored to Juwan. I think it was the next play. So that worked out perfect. And again, the ball in the third quarter is well, why you try to lap someone. Kind of cat and mouse because you guys went to the line of the scrimmage quickly on third and nine. Did you not want them to call a timeout? No, that's because it was at the. Uh, it was right before the two minute warning, so I knew I wasn't going to call a play. So we ran to the line, to f the the first one where we went up there and we did a couple motions and didn't snap it. We were trying to get it so to get them off sides because we knew we weren't going to snap one. Then there was another one. Well, it was uh, what would it have been? It was the third and nine. You guys go up to the line of scrimmage. They didn't call a timeout, and you finally call a timeout. That one we did because we weren't in the right spots. Okay. Yeah, the time before it, we went up there, faked it because we knew we had the two-minute warning. We just tried to draw them all sides. Then we rehuddled, went out. We didn't have the right guy in the right spot, so we called a timeout. Then the next one, we meant to run it down. Greenlaw, even today, at times about Fred Warner. How important has Aziz been for you this year? Oh, Aziz has been huge. Um, just the plays he's made. Um, you know, Greenlaw, you know, losing him after week one, um, after the first half, you know, Aziz had to come in and play like a starter, and he's done that before in the past, um, but he's definitely done it this year, and I think he's been one of our better players. Um, the energy he plays with, how he runs around, uh, he's prepared every week, and getting his hands on those two balls at the end were great. Um, and all the linebackers, you know, we lost Greenlaw, um, lost Fred, um, Marcel came in, and it was frustrating. He had that big hit, so they evaluated him for a concussion. Um, which is understandable, but that was also at the end of the third quarter. So we sat there for five minutes when the commercials were going and stuff. Then they blow the whistle, re-huddle, and then they pull him out to evaluate him. So we missed him for a whole drive. Um, that's why, you know, K1 did a great job because we had to play nickel for a lot of stuff. Cause, um, and those, all those guys stepped it up. Uh, Mitchell that uh, enables him to, you know, it looks like he, he got one, but no, he got three. He gets three and no, he got five. You know, and it seems to happen all the time. Is that something you can you can coach him to do, or you just have it, or you don't? Um, you try to coach guys to do it, um, but it's it's pretty hard to. Um, you know, guys got to. I mean, that's the, the style he plays with. I mean, he he runs to the right holes. We know he's talented, but that's also what's inside of him. I mean, he's he is gritty. Um, he competes for every single yard. Um, and I always tell I mean, it makes me easier to call runs. You know, my, one of the biggest things for me as a play caller, and I tell those guys is when I see with my own eyes that it's um, going to be second and 10. Um, so I start to look down and think about what I'm calling next. And then people in the box tell me it's second and six. And I don't totally believe them because I saw that he was going down. And I don't realize that he fell forward and got four yards. And when it's like that, which he does all the time now, um, you, you keep going. It helps you keep doing it. I don't know if you were looking at what was everyone else in the NFC race around you lost. Or everyone did that you're going to be a game out of fifth place now in the NFC. Is it almost feeling like things are breaking for you? Do you see that? Uh, no, and that's good to hear, but I actually didn't. I don't know any scores right now, um, and it's way too early to, to care. I mean, you look at that stuff at the end of the day, but you know, it's there's what do we have left? Six games? Five, six games? And there's a lot, a lot left to be played. I mean, last year at this time, we were moving to Arizona this Tuesday night. Um, so I'm fortunate for that. Hopefully these next two days, nothing changes. Um, but we were there for a long time, so we got a long. How much trust do you have in him? I mean, it, 
to give him the ball 27 times with a broken finger. And as a rookie, I mean, guys like, you know, veterans, you've had trust built up over years. But when, how did he sort of earn your trust so completely this season? Um, I mean, you got a gut of it through training camp, just watching him every day in practice. And um, then when Raheem went down, um, you know, on the second play versus Detroit, um, just watching him go in right away and just no hesitation that looked exactly how he did in practice and um, what he did the next week versus Philly and um, playing through a number of those injuries he had, it just nothing's too big for him. And, you know, and he's, and he's honest too. I mean, that's why he didn't play last week because um, he, he couldn't fully protect himself and it was close, but he couldn't. And um, this week, as the week went, um, when he said he was good, he, he means it and um, earns your trust. Um, I mean, we were, we were hoping for it in, in training camp and he was close and, um, you know, he had a setback to start with COVID. I think he missed 10 days and right when he started to come on and, and um, push for more playing time, I think he had a setback versus the Chargers where, where he was out about a week and a half. Um, so just really went into the season unhealthy and missed a lot at the beginning. So he just wasn't one of the, the top guys at the time. Um, and when you don't earn that spot in training camp, you know, it's really tough to get it back because there's not a bunch of competing in practice. You know, you, you put in a third down plan and you know, you, you want the guys who are doing it to get those reps. And the way Sanu had been playing, um, Sanu earned it, first of all. He was definitely one of our top three guys throughout camp. Um, but the way Sanu was playing for us to start out this year, um, you know, I thought he was one of the more consistent, better guys. And Juwan's been waiting for his opportunity. And um, it happened when Mo got hurt. And each week, he's gotten better and better. And um, we like having him out there. Well, it's, it's easy to see why you give the Mitchell uh, so often, but, you know, close to more than or close to 30 carries the last two games. Do you have to be cognizant of making sure he, he makes it to the end of the season? Yeah, I mean, you always do. Yeah, it's There's certain things with wear and tear, um, you know, that people talk a lot about, which um, I think it comes down to less about wear and tear and more about not getting hurt, which obviously the more carries you get, the more chances you have to get hurt. Um, but I don't always just correlate carries with that. I, you know, but percentages go up, but we're not going to ever be sitting there in the game and be worrying about that totally. But we're, we're aware of all that stuff. And, you know, I think we do mix it around. But, um, you know, we usually go with the guy who we think is most effective on a play. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks guys.